So just imagine, for the sake of argument, follow me here, follow me here, that there existed or that it, there lives 100 Mexicans in the United States. This is just to prove a point, okay? 100 Mexicans in the United States living right now. Now imagine that there's a law. Not that's being talked about. Not that's being debated on TV. Not that's being tweeted about. No. Imagine that there is a law that forbids more than three Mexicans to come into the country the following year. Oh, you're going to say, that's hella racist. That's messed up, man. What's going on with that? Why would you even say that? Hey, listen. What would you say if I told you that 100 years ago, damn near to the date, a law got passed that restricted Eastern and Southern Europeans from immigrating to the United States at that rate that I just told you about. Only three per 100 new uh, immigrants could come into the country. That's hella racist, you're gonna say. No way you can't tell me that ain't racist. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Let me break it down for you right now. Let me tell you what the truth is, okay? 100 years ago, this law got passed that restricted immigration from Eastern and Southern European nations, okay? And the immigration from those nations. Why? Because the people here in America were in fear, were terrified, were in terror that these new immigrants, these new folk were going to take our jobs, depress the wages, and overall... Depurify or dirty up or muddy up the American way of life. Oh, sounds familiar, huh? Sounds familiar. History repeats itself, doesn't it? It's the same arguments that politicians have been using for decades. Whether it was the Eastern and Southern Europeans, whether it was the Irish, whether it was Italians, whether it was the Asians, whether it was Japanese, whether it was Hispanics, whether it was Mexicans, on and on and on, the same argument. But let me tell you something that 
you might be surprised by. I don't consider that racist. I don't consider it racist at all. No, 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 no. What have I always told you that the fight is about? What have I always told you that the war is about? Psychological, economical, and physical. It's always been and always will be class warfare. Class warfare. And what do I mean by this? Basically, those that have a leg up in life, be it with money and education, don't want the people down under to come up and level up because they believe less will be in their control. That's all it is, folks. It's always been a class war. Always will be a class war. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Jew, Catholic, Christian, atheist. It's about what economic rung of the ladder are you on? The benevolent, the benign, the nice, the damn near angelic. Don't worry about people down under. Don't worry about the lower classes. In fact, they want to help the lower classes. But, 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 remember, remember, I said the benign, the benevolent, right? So, most of the time when someone with money becomes a great philanthropist or a great true humanitarian, a lot of the time, it's because they began. Their beginnings were from. Their origin is of the lower classes. So, the propaganda on TV, the education system, the tax code, it's all built... And structured out so that if you were born in a certain class, unless you get educated or unless you have the will and grit of a warrior, you're going to have a very difficult climb. And let me tell you this, I still love America. I still am a true American patriot believer in the Constitution, even as a libertarian. Why? Because look around. In other countries, the same things happen. The same class warfare happens only at a more degraded level. You know? In Latin America... African nations in the Middle East I guarantee you class warfare goes on over there 
But the opportunities for us to climb out of the hole are even less. The ways to break through the wall and the glass ceiling are even tougher to find. You might even have to do some real soul digging and commit. Some acts you never thought yourself capable of in order to climb the ladder in those nations. So, I told you about this law that was enacted in 1921 and luckily was only, you know, on the books per se for three years, but nonetheless. Because I want you to understand, it's not about what race you are. It's not about what country you're from. It's about what class on the economic ladder you're at. So don't take it personal. It's just the way that life is. It's just the way that things shake out. If we were given a bad hand or a semi-decent hand instead of pocket aces that's what we have to work with and in fact in my opinion it's probably best that we're not born with pocket aces because who likes to play a game you're already destined to win for sure at that point you're gonna get depressed or you're going to start sabotaging yourself because you're going to feel unworthy. So, I hope I provided a little context, a little different point of view, uh, you know, a surveyor's point of view from atop the hill so that you can maybe formulate a better game plan mentally physically and on a daily basis because I am in that same war baby and I will not stop peace